From Concord, California, comes the most stylish, elegant, bewitching, eternally beguiling, continuously charismatic, and fantastically fascinating woman to appear in this or any arena. Allow yourself to be seduced, enchanted, dazzled, and entranced by all red everything herself, Eva Marie. So, as you can see, we've had another slight format change this summer. We've had lots of format changes, Scoot. We have. But we are now not just Gummy Bear Red, but All Red Everything, the stupid and delicious Eva Marie podcast. All, all right. I didn't know you were going to go direct straight to her name, but... Uh, Why not? It said it in the intro. Well, I mean, like, for the name of our show. Oh, yeah. What? I figured we'd, it... I figured we'd be like the... Stupid and delicious Red Storm Rising podcast or no. something. Okay, all right. Fuck you gotta it. drop yeah. the name so she pays attention. Because it may be royalties. Or wait, that's us. Oh yeah. Huh. All right. Uh, unfortunately, you, even though some of you may have thought, "Ooh, an Eva Marie intro," Derek has not returned. Yeah, we were. I even tried to bribe him with cake. A cake there, lure. There is like half a cake in that fridge that I need help eating. And Derek apparently has a weakness for cake, and it you didn't mean work. That dude's addicted to cake like crack. If he was addicted like crack, he would be here. I don't know. It depends on if he's got cake at his house. But this is fresh-made chocolate buttercream I can't, icing. I can't say for what his cake preferences are. Mm. And another thing, you said cake. You didn't specify the cake. That's true. So, I mean, that's open-ended. That's true. I uh, should have gotten specific to entice him more. You should have. Now I'll try again next time there's a cake. Yes. Whenever that is. <laughs> now let's get directly into some great wrestling moments from the week. What are your thoughts on Eva Marie's unfortunate injury? It, it looked brutal. Uh, I really hope she's okay. I hope it's not career ending. Uh, yeah, that looked like a that looked like a, a, a torn hammy to me. <laughs> just not going to be bearable for her not to be around on SmackDown. It's true. You know, uh, and the trainer we know is very uh, well trained to take care <laughs> of her. The trainer is well trained? God damn. Yeah. And you're well, college educated. Yeah, I know. Uh, he's very versed in injuries because Ooh, new word. he's a friend of ours from PWX, DA Brewer. Yes. Um, I'm not going to mention the fact he's usually a referee. Not an athletic trainer. What does that have to do with anybody? Why can't uh, we have two careers? That's true. I would think you'd be a very busy man if you refed and were uh medic. Yes, but think about it this way. If you're a ref and athletic trainer, you can pull double duty at the same show. That's true. That's two paychecks. I, I would like uh, the Colonel Sanders uh, trainer from Ring of Honor to be a ref. That the Colonel Sanders trainer from Ring of Honor. That's pretty good. Um is it but, George Hamilton, the Crispy Colonel? No, I don't know who it was. Okay. But he, he got a Colonel Sanders chance. Maybe it was the ghost of Colonel Sanders. Maybe. Not sure. Could be. Um, Yeah, I'm worried about her, but I think she'll be okay. I hope so. And, uh, you know, her husbander, I'm sure, is taking care of her. I believe it. Uh, if he's still a husbander. I can't remember if they decided to 
just be husband and wife or he continued to manage her. I can't remember. He's with her on all photo shoots and everything on Snapchat, so Okay. So he's always around. Yeah. Um, unless he's unless he's doing his own thing. Do you think he was waiting in Gorilla for her? I doubt it. No? Uh he should have What been. the fuck is that? Oh, it's a Clefairy. Sorry. Oh. Yeah, we get Clefairies for days. You remember last week when I told you I needed one Clefairy to make a Clefable? Yeah. This is the first one I've seen in a week. That, come to my house. We have them hourly, if not more. It stayed. All right. A 364 Clefairy, one regular ball. Stayed. Excellent. That's good. Um, rain, rain, go away. So... Also, uh, I know we mentioned it last week, but we need to mention again, Eva Marie's intro. Uh, that is just a work of fine art. It is the best thing ever. Hey, you have lighters. I left mine at home. I didn't know those were there, or I would have used one. <laughs> I used your Yankee candle, candle lighter. Yeah. It was a Zippo. Ooh, there and they all work. Yeah. You can just leave one near me at an accessing point, and I would be grateful. Yeah. There you go. People supporting my smoking habit. What? Yeah. Yeah. We tend to do that. Awesome. You're the only one who smokes here. Yep. Uh, and there's a pickle jar ashtray. A personal pickle jar ashtray just for me. Um, so. I got it. Storm will blow open your door on your apartment with it not locked? Yep. If we do not deadbolt. Shite. I think it's just the way it's built. The wind goes fucking crazy. Also, uh, if this storm hits like it usually does we may have a little technical glitch That'll be because fun. the power will go out and then the mics won't work so no. yeah that'll be fun oh well but, we can get our shit together it's no big deal so should we move on from eva nope no what i want to talk about uh outside of kayfabe okay is how this is the best thing that wwe has ever done with her because they're completely trolling the internet wrestling community well, they're making everyone hate her more without her doing a single match. Well, everyone which is fantastic. everyone says you can't wrestle. So what does she do? She comes literally out and can't wrestle. Doesn't wrestle. It was the most appropriate "you can't wrestle" chant of all time. Yes, I believe so. She was not medically cleared to wrestle. No, no. D. A. Brewer <laughs> said this is not going to cut it. She can't wrestle right now. Oh man, which I was uh, highly amused by. Yeah, it it was entertaining. It probably saved her from a last kicking. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, because yeah, Becky's all fired up. She's ready to go. Yeah, she's straight fire. Yeah. So she continues to yell in the ring. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan, but I guess it's growing on me. Yeah. Well, uh, Becky grows on us slowly because there was a point we all hated her. I had her blocked on Twitter at one point. I know I've yeah. mentioned this probably ten times, but there was a point we where I disliked her. Becky Lynch so much. I had her blocked on Twitter. It wasn't like she followed me. I yeah. just blocked her to not hear from on her. On principle. Yes, yeah. on principle alone. But then she got over, and she's awesome now. I so. agree. They turned me. Yeah. It's impressive uh, psych work by yes. them on her. So, uh, anything else on Eva before we cover what we did this week? Uh, she has a new clothing line coming out. Okay. Called uh, NEM. Why NEM? Natalie Eva Marie. Okay. So, did she design it or just wear it? I don't know 100%, but she talks about how much she loves the clothes. I'm sure she had a hand in going, 
I like that. I like that. I know there were designers that but she she's not like Santana Garrett. She's not making her own gear. Oh, okay. Cuz uh, I actually know a uh, athlete who like straight up makes Nike clothes like mm-hmm. they're two people with Nike contracts. It's Michael Jordan and her. Oh, nice. Um like of that level. So all the women's Nike stuff, oh, cool. she pretty much has something to do with. That's pretty but awesome. I went to Brazil with her. Her name is April Holmes. She's awesome. Uh, super nice. She was fascinated by my Velcro pants because she saw them one day and was like, holy crap, that's amazing. And every time I saw her, she's like, every time I see you, I just think about your pants. And I'm like, all right. Sweet. Cool. Yeah. But she's awesome. I'm sure she's about to go to Rio in a few weeks. Um, that's a hell of a mess down there. Why in a few weeks? Because the Paralympics are after oh, okay. All right. uh, the regular Olympics. So two weeks after closing ceremonies, I think, is opening ceremonies for Paralympics. All right. So, yeah. Um, so that's Eva Marie. We almost made 10 minutes. Did we? 9.15-ish. Nice. Eva Marie. I'm I would impressed. like to give out a public service announcement at the moment. Yes. Uh, the Killcliffe Blood Orange energy drink I was just drinking. Yes. Never get that in your eye. Ow. It burns like shampoo. <laughs> oh, man. I haven't had an energy drink in years. I drink those um, because they are they're zero sugar. They're gluten-free, which doesn't fucking matter to me, but that's interesting. Is for there an energy drink Look, that I has don't, gluten? I don't have a clue. Red Bull just slips a little gluten in there I to guess. make it more But it's addictive. only like 15 calories, and it's a low amount of caffeine. All right. And it's made by a Navy SEAL. Oh, okay. So what else is in it to make it an energy drink? I have no idea. I'm intrigued. Is but, it empty? Yeah, it is now. But I went to take a sip out of it, and it was less than half full. And when I went to turn it back down, it sloshed in the can, and a ah. drip went right in my motherfucking okay, eye. Okay, it's a shit ton of herbal While caffeine. I was driving. It's uh, taurine and shit like that. Um, if you have enough taurine, you can fail a... USADA drug test. What the fuck? Yep. Guarana, too. The shit they used to put in all the, like, Sobeys, and everybody had the rip-off of Sobeys yep. and all that. All that shit can make you fail a drug test, which is weird. But. How does that even work? Like, how do you fail due to... Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what it shows up as, but I know it shows up as, hey, you fail. Shit. Uh, if you have enough coffee, caffeine can make you fail. That's dumb. You'd have to drink like eight cups before your race, and it'd still be in your system by the time you got tested, which would be like an hour later. But So basically don't drink it, uh, two pots of coffee and run 100 meters? Yeah, basically. Okay. Uh, well, don't drink two pots of coffee and win. Because if you win, you automatically get tested. Of if course you get you do. dead last, unless you're the random test, then it doesn't matter. Oh, good. So I should just run dead last. Yeah. All right. But that goes against your philosophy. No, I just want to be there. I want to do good enough to qualify and then get but a, you drink I and you win trophy. Things. That doesn't count for this? What? You drink and you win things. You keep, Yeah, but if I win and I'm there. drunk, okay. then I'm going to get tested and lose anyway. Fair enough. I don't know how they're going to figure that a guy running a marathon who tests positive for alcohol had performance <laughs> enhancement. What was it? The league that did the beer run? Yeah. Yeah. And weed was performance enhancing because he yep. smoked when he won. Yep. I would do the beer mile. 
I'm sure you would. Beer and donut marathon? That sounds like a terrible decision. Well, bunch of carbs. Yeah. Um. So, you went to something interesting this week. I did. Tuesday night, instead of live-tweeting SmackDown, uh, I went and saw Slipknot and Marilyn Manson at the PNC Music Pavilion in Charlotte with our questionable guest, or questionable host, Derek. Yes. How was it? Uh, other than the fact that PNC Music Pavilion charges eleven fifty for a twenty four ounce beer. God damn. Domestic. It's thirteen fifty for imports, like a Heineken or something like that. Eleven dollars for a twenty four ounce beer? Eleven fifty for a twenty four ounce Bud Light. I can buy you a case for that. I can buy me a case for that. Yeah. I have a Jesus. case at my house I paid less than that for. Ugh. Okay. That sucks. Uh I stopped at the quick trip yeah. on the same exit as uh the pavilion. And bought two tall boy twenty four ounces for three dollars and fifty cents. There you go. And we partied in the parking lot. That's how you do it, man. It was how we do it. Man. I do know Miss Dyslexia, who we've seen at Queens of Combat. Oh yeah. Um was there because awesome. she was posting to Instagram. She is hardcore. I did not see her, but Shame. I know she was there and so was I. All right. Cool. Um, so as a show, how was it? It was fantastic. Um, I'd seen Slipknot before, so I knew yeah. what I was getting into there. I'd never seen Manson. Um, due to the fact that the show started at 6. Yeah. And I didn't get to Derek's house until 545. Ah. We missed part of uh, Manson. And we completely missed the opening band. But of Mice and Men Suck, so I wasn't really worried about yeah, it. Yeah, they're not great. No, <laughs> nothing I wanted to see anyway. But we got to see all of Slipknot uh, and had a great time. All Derek right. got drunk. Did Manson play, like, his big shit or just, like, his... Uh, he played some of his big shit. Okay. Like, Beautiful People and, yeah, like, Dope Show and all the stuff. Yeah. I think he ended with Beautiful People. Or Yeah, that that would be his big one. When we think. pulled up and got out of the car, he was playing something Derek knew, and I didn't know it. And then directly after that, before we got in, he was playing uh, Sweet Dreams. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot he did that cover. Yeah, and we may have seen four or five songs from him. Okay. As crazy as expected or just kind of uh, play the song? I guess, I mean, okay. he had a good stage show going. There was a big podium. I know he's like, he, wa he was back in the day notorious for insane stage antics. So, I was curious. It wasn't super insane. I mean, he had okay. a lot going on on the stage. Part of me almost bought a ticket and went with y'all, and then I decided not to because I don't particularly enjoy most of Slipknot. So, yeah, well, it's not for everybody. Yeah, I I usually like Manson, all right. Like I don't mind Manson, but Slipknot, other than that one low key song they have, Snuff or whatever it's called, mm -hmm. um, it's not really a Slipknot guy. But no, but you listen to a lot of shit that I don't have any interest yeah, in either. Yeah, I listen. I don't listen to much lately. Yeah, but you're the one that, that you're the guy that's like, oh man, I want to go see The Offspring. Hey, The Offspring changed my world, man. Smash. That was it. After that, nothing. None of that. You didn't matters like Pretty Fly for a no. White Guy. Mm -mm. Uh, that was all horse shit. I I liked Americana. That was garbage. We're getting on the radio. And shit. I liked Splinter, but after the other ones, Modern Offspring, not so good. <laughs> No, just, um, just Smash. It ends at Smash, and I don't listen anymore after that. Okay. Well, Smash is easily one of the best albums of all time for me, so. 
Sammy, Good don't shit. knock my mic over. Um. All right. So, that's good. I heard Derek got drunk. He did get drunk. I'm jealous. He got drunk in the parking lot, and then he had a couple of 1150 beers. Nice. He bought a shirt that was pretty cool. Manson, Slipknot. Manson. Mm-hmm. Manson. That's cool. Um, I did not get to see Chuck. Oh, shame. He was in Dallas for work. Oh, damn. Was it still under construction? Do we know? Uh, no, but I guess we could find out because I think he got back last night. Okay. Uh, on a sad note, uh, Derek did inform me that Chuck's grandmother passed away. Oh, that sucks. Which is terrible, and my condolences yeah. go out to Chuck Yeah, I didn't actually get to see him. And that whole family Yes, since I grew up with them. Um, yeah. That's a shame. It is terrible. Um, uh, anytime anybody passes away, it's a, a bad deal. Yeah, especially if you're close and they're a semi-decent person. Yeah, really. <laughs> um trying to think what i did sunday night was that when i got really drunk i got really drunk for the first time in a long time we had some friends come over and we cooked dinner and well cat cooked dinner and i, I was about to say you don't fucking cook yeah i didn't do shit i watched cat cook dinner and got drunk while listening to music yeah and then we had dinner continued to get drunk Went down to the pool for a little bit, continued to get drunk, and I was drunk as shit. It was awesome. Nice. It's been a while. Did Kat have to hold your hair back? Kat did not have to hold my hair back. Okay. I did not throw up. Well, that's um, good. Yeah. That's I progress. was hungover as shit the next day. Though. That's not good. Well, two giant rum and Cokes for me was probably a poor decision. Lots of sugar. But yeah, you, you really need to go more juice. Yeah. Like a uh, vodka and cranberry. Yeah, but rum is so fucking delicious. So go rum and some juice. I mean, yeah, there I are so many it. juice combinations that exist in the world now. Rum and almost everything works for me, so I need to just pour it in. Rum and pineapple, something that's not fucking soda. Soda's terrible. I for got you. fucking shit faced right after college off Malibu and pineapple, and I haven't been able to touch it since. Okay, well if you're gonna go and do that, I got shit faced once off of uh, Everclear and Dr Pepper, and I think I just stayed away from Dr. Pepper for about two years after that. Yeah. That'll do it. Was that with a cheeseburger and it just ended badly. Oof. Never good. Never good. Um, yeah. So that was pretty much my week. I'm, I'm sorry to say this was my last week of summer. I report back Monday for the teacher grind. That sucks. Does school actually start Monday? School does not start Monday. We have meetings for a week. And Why, then the what kids the f- get there. What what exactly takes a week? Um, reviewing policies, reviewing any changes in said policies. Like one year we went from letting kids bring sodas from home to highly discouraging it. That okay. kind of shit. So they're, they're supposed to be bringing attention to that kind of thing. Also, there's always new teachers who haven't heard all this shit 500 times. So we kind of don't do they it. have a fucking handbook? Y- yeah, yeah. But I'm tell you the truth. When I started there, I never opened the thing because my principal said, "Oh, well, we have a meeting to go over it, but you have a special ed meeting at that time, so we'll just do it later." And he never followed through. So excellent. I have actually never read the handbook for the place I work. And you've been there how long? This will be my fourth year. Okay, good. <laughs> so I guess their handbook's simple enough to where you haven't fucked up yet. Here's the deal. If you are a teacher, don't yell at the kids in profanities. Well, duh. Don't smack them. Okay. 
and don't be attracted to them. That's it. That's all you got to do. Three things to stay a teacher. And not all teachers can handle that. Yeah. My district especially have had some issues. But um, I'm hoping they will uh, just make it kind of quick and easy this year. But I'm not counting on it because this is my least favorite week of teaching. Like, I'd rather do testing. I'd rather do IEPs. I'd rather do end-of-the-year bullshit. This is my least favorite week of teaching because the only reason I do this is the kids, and the kids aren't there. So I'm just like, fuck this. What a fucking waste of time. Yeah, it's a huge waste of time. I, We could do it in two days if they really wanted to. I wouldn't nice. mind going back Thursday, Friday, be ready for the kids Monday. But that's not how it works. And also the state has instituted a new like read to succeed program so everyone has to take a certain number of like classes and reading in the next five years so that's fun why do they keep instituting programs that suck uh because the people in charge never went to public school oh good yeah that's awesome yeah i'm glad those are the people in charge yep it's fun it's real fun all right well now that we've just bored our (laughs) listeners to death with with the plight me, me of inquiring about a special ed teacher, um, let's talk about some wrestling. Yeah, since Eva Marie didn't wrestle. Yeah, uh, let's talk about some actual matches that did take place. Start with Raw, I All guess. Right, let's do it. Uh, we open with a Sasha Charlotte promo, which holy shit, they trusted them to uh, open the show. I missed this it, as I was out to dinner and didn't get home until after nine and realized that. Twitter was dead. I'm I'm sorry. I was unaware. I was Even Derek noticed slack. that there was no activity, but he didn't know why or what was happening. Oh, yeah. I figured you were at dinner, and then I didn't know. Um, anyway. Nobody works when I'm not working, apparently. That's yeah, how this that's happened. true. So, Sasha and Charlotte are going back and forth. And it's a typical promo. I think Sasha was a little nervous. She was a little flubby. That's what Derek said the same thing. Um, that she she kind of stepped over. I'm not used to seeing her flub. But um, then we have this segment going on, just typical, I'm better than you, I'll get my title back, bullshit. And then Chris Jericho interrupts. No need for that. And all he says for the first two minutes, quiet, quiet. I'm glad I didn't see that because I would have been shitting all over him. Oh, Kat was so fucking mad. She was like, fuck this. Uh, Fuck so that guy. Jericho that comes guy. out and basically is saying, you know, Charlotte is royalty and it's still her title and blah, 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 doing heel things and, you know, sucking up to the flair name and all that. Well, then Enzo's music hits. I did see the how you doing back it, and forth. Enzo interrupts and comes out and says he honestly wanted nothing to do with Charlotte and Jericho. He just wanted to hit on Sasha. Nice. So how you doing? And they went back and forth. Now, I didn't notice this, but this was reported by people on Reddit. They were doing the how you doing thing, and Charlotte knew her line was supposed to be next mm-hmm. as she was starting to talk. And Jericho put a hand on her shoulder and like signaled, hey, let it go a little longer. Yeah. And it kept going and was fantastic. So... Yes, I hate him. Yes, I wish he would go back to Fozzie and get off my television. But at times... He knows the business. He knows the business. And he knows... Um, 
you know what? If you've been in the business as long as he has, you have to know some fucking things. Yeah. So uh, I was in ma- that role. I'll take him a hundred times over watching him wrestle at quarter speed. I wouldn't mind Jericho kind of taking a Triple H role. Like he doesn't have to wrestle. What would have been funny is if they'd have drafted him as GM. Nah, like, we don't want you in ring. We yeah, just, just want stop. you. Big Show's the other GM. Oh, shit. <laughs> what a waste. Um. So anyway, that promo was a little odd to me. I liked Enzo's piece. Yes. And I liked Sasha and Charlotte's piece. I was trying to figure out what the fuck was going on, though. Because since when did they interrupt the women's segments with the guys? Uh, to do a mixed tag match. Right, which Mick sets up. But, more I think about it, wasn't a bad thing. Kind of worked. And I like them tying more things together instead of having, this is your Sasha Charlotte story. This is your Owen Zane story. This is your Jericho, whoever the fuck will listen to him story. Yes. <laughs> um, Nobody so, I don't mind him. it. Because during that match, Kevin Owens ends up on commentary. And his tie you can't was ever go dapper wrong. as fuck was over it? his muscle shirt. Nice. Um, match was all right for what it was. Mixed tags I, just make me wish it was intergender. Intergender, yeah. Sasha could fuck up Chris Jericho, and it would be fantastic. I did see Sasha slap Chris Jericho. Yes, yeah, she did. Um, Which, the closer we get to them hitting each other, the closer we get to an intergender match. It's true. Just go back TV 14 so you can give me intergender. And you don't even have to give me anything else. You don't have to give me... Hardcore. You don't have to give me curse words. You just give me intergender matches. Yep. That would be or nice. Or give me a specific pay-per-view where I get intergender matches. Yeah. Make it network exclusive. Yep. Because like there's Beast no ratings the, on the network. Like Beast in the East or one of those. Their only sponsor is themselves. Roadblock. The give me one yeah. of those where it's guys yeah, and you're, girls. You're telling me Charlotte couldn't keep up with most of the cruiserweights. She could I don't care if she like could nothing. because it's kayfabe. Just give me intergender matches. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I so, mean, there are some great matches on the internet of Mia Yim versus Greg Excellent. That's true. And you know how big Greg Excellent is. He's a big fucking We dude. saw him and Zane go at it in Hickory. Yeah. Um, Owens on commentary just did he always kills it. things. He was excellent. Um, he should get a talk forever chant. Yeah, he should. Well, isn't that what Stone Cold told him? Never close Never his mouth. shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next, we get a squash. Braun Strowman versus Evan Anderholt. Yeah, a.k.a. Corey Hollis. A.k.a. Uh, Brian Kennedy. Wasn't that his name the first time? Yeah. So, I have to ask. Are they just assuming everyone forgot Brian Kennedy? Mm, yes. Okay. They interviewed Hollis. I mean, seriously, other than the fact that we know the dude for real... Would you have paid that much attention to another squash match? Um, as a casual fan, not as you, the smart. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I recognize any of the Midwest guys I used, and I don't. It's just because they were in the South and they're using our yeah. guys. Supposedly, Skyler was somewhere, but I didn't see him, like doing security or something. I didn't see him either, but he may have um, been. He may have been one of the security guards yeah. for later. But they interview Evan Anderholt, and he says. Well, they're going to pay me $1,000. And if I win, I get, I think it was $5,000. <laughs> I was like, all right. They're, they're really explaining why squash matches exist. Yep. And I kind of love it. I do, too. 
Uh, it's definitely different. I I can't remember a time when they've done that. Even when you had your jobbers back in the WCW day, they didn't really talk about it. They just introduced them like everybody else and had them get their ass kicked. Yes. Uh, I'm liking the way they're doing it now. I'm like I'm liking I think the brand split was the best thing WWE could have done. In a while, definitely. I'm enjoying the hell out of the way the show's being presented to me now. And they're also both doing different things. Like yes. Raw is still very sports entertainment oriented to me. But watching SmackDown last night, or Tuesday night, whenever it was, they had, um, like, side card graphics, like an athlete, and, like, telling you different facts about him, like, Baron Corbin won the Golden Gloves three times. or Dolph Ziggler's fluent in American Sign Language. Right. Just putting, ran- yeah. putting random shit on the side. Uh, what was the other one? Eva Marie won the 2013 Diva Search. Yeah, which I'm not sure existed. I didn't know that happened. I, the yeah. first place I ever saw her was season one of Total Divas. There you go. So, you know, it's not a bad thing. It's adding to the show. It's keeping us interested, who are the most hardcore fans. Yes, yes. Um, I'm the guy with a closet full of fucking WWE shirts. Yeah, and I'm the guy with a shelf specifically for my figures. Uh, my mantle is for my figures. Yeah. So, um, all right. So Mark Henry asks to be relevant to Nick and Steph. Waste of time. Yeah. Um, Needs nothing a against the guy and his whatever many year career, but That's go home, time. man. I thought you were retiring after Mania. I thought he was too. Then he got drafted, and I went. What? Um, next we get Golden Truth versus Shining Stars. I don't think I even watched this segment. I don't remember. Uh, no, I did. Well, I saw something. Actually, I think that's where I came in. Because uh, R-Truth's still trying to catch Pokemon. Yeah. And he drops his phone, and Goldust tries to make the tag, and he ends up losing the match because of it. Yeah. Yeah, Goldust promised him if uh, they won the match, he'd take him to catch any Pokemon he wanted or yeah. something. It was pretty funny. And then it was a total fail. Um, Finn Seth promo? I don't remember this. I don't remember if it was last week or this week. I guess it had to have been this week because last week Finn won the yeah. uh, contendership. And it was a good promo. Yeah. Probably the best promo Finn has cut. And I was tweeting about WWE. how slightly off-putting Finn in a motorcycle jacket with no pants was. Why? Well, a guy in a motorcycle jacket with no pants is not a common sight. Neither is a guy in a t-shirt and no pants like Randy Orton every time he's on screen. Look, I didn't say he wasn't off-putting as well. I'm just <laughs> saying this is what happened this week. Okay. And then Seth Rollins wears pants and no jacket. So yeah. I said together they could be like a risque biker. They could be like one whole risque, risque biker. biker. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, Sam and Nikki did too. They can go a long ways with these two on the mic apparently. They can. Which I'm wondering... What changed from Finn being on NXT that he maybe had two good promos the whole time he was there? Talking points. The reins have been loosened. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe the reins have been loosened. That There's could be really it. no protecting him a lot less. Yep. Um, They're like you're here they, now. Go. That was one of the most believable promos I've seen in a long time. Um, next we get Henry Rusev. Don't care. Rusev won. That's right. Yeah. Carry on. Um, we did get to see Lana. Yeah. Seeing Lana is always good. And then we moved on. 
Uh, Darren Young versus Titus O'Neil. I kind of watched this. Uh, I remember it happening, but I was distracted by something. Titus slung him around. Uh, Darren got in a little offense, but Titus pulled the tights on a roll-up. And then there was a backstage segment a little later where, oh, yeah, where, where Bob he, Backlund was... He called Backlund something, and Darren jumped him. He right? told Bob Backlund if he didn't stop yelling at him, he was going to knock his old ass out, and Darren Young attacked him. Mm. So that's apparently a feud now. Yeah. I did like when Titus O'Neil asked Darren Young when he was great before. That's I thought, true. he's asking what everyone wants to know. Also true. On NXT Season 1? What, what's that? Where he came from? I don't know. I feel like it That's is. before my time. All right. So next, we have, I think, my favorite moment of the night. Okay. Nia Jax is coming out for her squash. Ah, uh, yes. And we were waiting to see who it was because our friend Brian dropped some hints that we might recognize them. So everyone immediately jumped to Tessa. But it wasn't Tessa. No, it wasn't. It was our good friend, Ariel... Monroe. Yes. And not just was she the squash Tanaya. They used her actual ring name. Yes. Didn't, didn't change it. Didn't do shit. Called her Ariel Monroe. Yes. Fantastic. Call her Sharon Spray Bottle. Uh, <laughs> just because there's a spray bottle in front yep. of you. And that's a terrible. You think that's how Vince got Evan Anderhold? Evan. Yep. Oh, that person's holding something. And her hold. Sure. Okay. Awesome. Um. Ariel got squashed, but awesome to see her on Raw. Yes. Because we love her. I loved her eye rolls. They were on fleek. Yeah. In that little segment, she gave you character. Yes. I felt bad for her hair because Nia drug her around by it a pretty good bit. That's true. And I thought that's got to be painful, no matter how much you're assisting. But hey, someone we know, trained by her husband and George South, on Raw. Yep. And she can put that on a motherfucking resume now. Yes, she can. Yeah, Cedric tweeted, uh, people always ask us if we do WWE type things. And he put the picture of Ariel on Raw and him on CWC. Yeah. And I was like, huh, guess we do. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Um, I just got a growler. Nice. I know Next I we got New Day versus the club. Uh, don't care. Still don't care. Club might be going after the belts soon i think club's gonna take the belts at SummerSlam because the next day marks 365 of them having uh-huh. it so i think they're gonna shut down at 364 uh biggie's supposedly injured i'm sure it's kayfabe but was uh, it also did you see how they picked the uh who got to fight or who got to wrestle i mean where they picked uh, the fruit out of the bag. Oh, and yeah, the yeah, fruit yeah. The was, fruit bag. Was one banana and two, and two oranges. oranges <laughs> and they were going to put it together, and then they stopped. Yeah, that, that was, was fun. beautiful. I love when they hint at the yes. uh, TV 14 things and then back off it. They Except that what? one time when they said penis like 30 times. Well, you can say penis. Yeah. You can't say cock. You can't say penis on TV, can you? He just said penis on TV. <laughs> yeah. One of the best things New Day has ever done. Pretty much. Um, yeah, I think the club's getting a push. Uh-oh, Cat must have missed a Pokemon. I don't know what she's doing over there. As long as she's not seizing, we're good. Yeah, well, she's not on the floor, so I think we're okay. Um, alright, next we get, uh, so there's a backstage segment I guess I missed at some point. Um. With who? Cesaro and Sheamus. Oh, yeah. Basically telling Steph and Mick, 
hey, we deserve a shot. Yep. And I can't argue that. Um, so they tell him, all right, you two are going to wrestle, and whoever wins gets a shot at some title. In I the love that Mick told Sheamus that he hadn't had his heart in it since he cashed in Money in the Bank. It's true. Um, but get a match, what you would expect from them. I love Cesaro so much, and I don't hate Sheamus, but Sheamus has to have chemistry with somebody for it to work. Yeah. And I, I don't feel like he has it with Cesaro. Um, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe they train together in Europe. I don't know, but I, that doesn't sound right for two talented guys. I really did not care. Um, I hope that's not where they're going with Cesaro because that kind of just gives him nothing to do. Yes. Cause before Randy Orton got hurt again, he, and he was feuding with Sheamus for the 90th time. And it was like, uh, why? Yeah, they were trying to see who was going to win a hundred matches first. Yep. Uh, Next we get Heath Slater, and they stole our idea. Complete waste of time. Um, nobody gives a shit about Heath Slater. Well, nobody gives a shit about who got the contract either. Uh, Heath Slater comes Jinder out Mahal. <laughs> with a two-man band to Jinder Mahal. And was it Mick or Steph? It was Mick, because I don't yeah. remember Steph being out there. Uh, Mick comes out and says, I have a contract with an open spot. I'm like, y'all just drafted. How do you have an open spot already, asshole? But anyway... Did you just call Mick an asshole? He did. Uh, well, it's not him who decided the storyline. So whoever wrote that as the way for uh, the wording, that doesn't make sense. You just drafted two weeks ago. How do you have an open slot already? Because they're slot whores. That's just the way it they're goes. They're slot whores? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically, Mick says, you're going to have to earn it. You're going to wrestle right now. And Slater says, my boy's not going to wrestle me. And Gender just beats the fuck out of him. Knocks him out and rolls him up. That was it. Uh, I gotta press this at the cats. Oh, God damn it, Sammy. You better not be on the counter. You realize you just told a cat not to be on the counter. I don't think you've been around cats much. Yeah, no. Because that's not how cats work. Eh, That's not even how this cat works. (laughs) (laughs) He listens if I walk over there, but I don't want to walk over there right now. Um, Yep. There he is. He had a loaf of bread today while I was doing dishes. Uh, all right. Let's spray him. Loaf see how that bread. goes. Hush. Get down. Okay. Our producer was... Acting like, a fucking fool. Yeah, sometimes he ends up on top of the fridge, and we're like, what the fuck are you doing? There's nothing up there for you. Uh, my black cat gets up there because, well... He's not the, he's not the hero the house needs, but he's the one it gets. Okay, fair enough. He's semen cat. He's Catman. He is. He's all that. Um. All right, last match of the night, we get Zane versus Rollins. Uh, well worked as expected. Yep. I enjoyed this match. Uh, Rollins ends up getting the win though. Of course he does. He's Seth fucking Rollins. Yeah, and the Haluva kick is. Uh, bad finisher count the number of times Sami Zayn hits the Huluva kick versus times he misses it he's hit it like twice for every 10 misses I do not like the Huluva kick as his finisher oh god you just don't like anything (laughs) you just Um, hate everything he's got the blue thunder bomb which he can do out of nowhere and it looks awesome just use that that's his signature though yeah I know that's 
So many signatures. And I'm not getting into this argument with you uh, over again. signatures and finishers again. We just agree to disagree on that fucking yep. shit. All right. Final main event segment. Paul Heyman is back with his client, Brock, Brock Lesnar. Love the Atlanta Suplex City with the Braves colors. That was awesome. I thought it was just red. Oh, Seth got a tomahawk chop chant because he insulted the Braves. Well, when you're going to lose 100 games, you you can tomahawk chant all you want to. That doesn't you're make still you not going to win, less. which I believe is what Seth said. Yeah. He was like, you can tomahawk chop all you want. You still it's suck. It's not going yeah, um, to make you any better. So, anyway, Heyman cuts up Heyman-level promo. And you know the thing about that Heyman promo? And I saw somebody else say this, and I thought, that's 100% accurate because I felt the same way, mm. is that it went just long enough to where you're like, okay, Heyman. You're boring me to fucking tears. Yeah. It made it into that. It got like, I'd say somewhere between 20 and 30 seconds into the... Too long. Is he going to go on forever? Yeah. And then Orton appeared and saved it. So it almost lulled you to sleep with this is all we're going to get. And that was actually very well put together. I've seen some shit that they do where you go, this went on five minutes too fucking long. Yeah. Um, yeah, Heyman... I guess because he only represents Brock, yeah, he's gotta have someone else to work off of, and Orton isn't that easy to work off of with promos. Like, what do you say? Oh, he's the youngest world champ ever. Hmm. Oh shit, he has an RKO. No, like, he's not the youngest world champ ever. Is he not? No. Who is? Ziggler. Ziggler. Oh, I, I'm thinking WWE champ then. Okay. Orton won whatever it was from heavyweight Triple champ. Ziggler is the only person to be younger than Orton and win it. He actually okay. took the record from Orton. Okay. They mentioned that last night or Tuesday okay. night. I, I mean. must have missed that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think what JBL you... dropped that knowledge, and I was like, JBL, you got. Well, JBL was wrestling. You Orton got info. Back then, Damn. So. Yeah, really. Uh, JBL was the SmackDown champ. Well. Triple H was yep. having his reign of terror. That was when they actually split up APA because Ron mm -hmm. Simmons got drafted to Raw. Um, and then RKO's out of nowhere. It was out Brock, of nowhere. There was a great camera down. angle on that. Mm -hmm. Brock sold it like he didn't see anything. I don't know if Orton was just under the ring. He was. I saw a video online. Was he? Okay. Yeah, the, you could see a little bit the apron was pulled up, like the ring apron. Yeah. And uh, he rolls out and jumps in. RKO's him. That's, That's amazing. Fantastic. Uh, which, this is the first time where someone from SmackDown... Crossover. ...has appeared on Raw, so let the games begin. I'm loving it. Hold on, Shotzi Blackheart just posted a photo. Okay. Let's see what this is. Oh, it's her and her sister. I'm going to be the first person to like it, because she just put it up 12 seconds ago. I'm not a stalker, <laughs> no. It's not like you yelled her name on the street in Dallas when you it's, saw her. It's not like I just screamed her name at her while she was walking down the road. Worked, though. It did work. And it was worth every second. Um, yeah. She's anyway, wrestling at Hood Slam this weekend. I saw um, a, was it a gif of her? And it was just switching her hair color. Yeah. Over and over and over. The red and, and green. Entertaining. It was like every color. It was like oh, red, yeah, green, she's done black. pink. Yep, all kinds of shit. Um, all right, so that was Raw. Uh Solid, not as good as last week, I would say, but entertaining enough. Very. Um, you know, if they're going to keep working in people who haven't had storylines, I'm okay with it, even if I'm a little bit bored by Mark Henry. 
they at least gave him a reason to be there and go get his ass kicked by Russo. That's true. Which, which makes a lot more sense than, oh, Mark Henry's here. <laughs> I don't know. know why anyone would care if Mark Henry was there anyway. Um, you know who I'm glad I haven't seen on TV? Who? He who will not be named, who is from Aiken, South Carolina. Oh, yeah. He has not been on I, in a I bit. I fear he'll be like Beetlejuice. He I did a Special Olympics I'll uh, speak his name and he'll show up. Last time and I, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> yeah, I fear that I fear that he'll just show up. Yeah, yeah. To feud with Mark Henry for the slowest match feud. What, is Jericho going to be the fucking referee? Yeah, why not? Slowest three count in the history of three counts. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. All right, so SmackDown, uh, Ziggler and Dean open the show with a promo. Dean starts it off, calls out Ziggler, says, hey, let me talk to you. I thought we were going to get an impromptu Ambrose Asylum, but apparently now that he's champ, we don't do that anymore. Nope. Um, Ambrose Asylum is uh, is no more because it's it goes away when you're champion, obviously. So That's why Jericho got highlight reel back. I have to ask this. Ask away. Why don't they give Ziggler more mic time like that? That was such a good promo from both of them. Yeah. The fact that he brought up he was part of the Spirit Squad back in the day. Well, and think about, too, remember when Ziggler came out in the suit to confront Triple H a few months ago, and he killed it on the mic then? Yes. And he killed it on the mic this week. Why was he not getting mic time? I don't know. And if he did get mic time, it was like, I'm a show off. Why? You know? But now he's doing so much better. Because that was such a... He was so passionate about what he was saying like it was so believable it was it was half shoot i have yeah, no doubt literally that, something i noticed later with the cena promo with aj cena went into his boston accent at the end which the only way that would happen is if he was not you know full in character he was half shoot on that so, well i i know it was half shoot when he said that if things don't turn out your way, you'll just leave and go wrestle somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was the best knife you could have stuck in his stomach right there. Excellent mic work on this episode of SmackDown. Yes. Really, everybody, even Bray's little segment wasn't bad because they cut him off before he went too long. Yeah. Um, Yeah, when he was calling Ziggler out. Yeah, so to jump, Bray ruins things because Ziggler and Dean have this killer promo. Then Bray comes in and Sister Abigail's Ziggler and says, I want to be number one contender. Like, well, like, you should have won the match last week, bitch. Dumbass. Um, so With his George Clinton starter kit hairdo. Shane and Dean try to talk Ziggler out of it. Or not Dean, Shane and Daniel. Daniel flubbed, called Apollo Crews Apollo Creed. That was funny. And it was funny. And you know how they did the talk show afterwards this week? Do you see any of that? No, I watched it on Hulu. They call it Talking Smack. Okay, that's clever. Renee Young does a talking about SmackDown show on the network after SmackDown. Is she on the same set she's on when she's interviewing yes. people? Okay. Um, so Daniel Bryan was on there, and the first thing he said, he's like, before we do anything else, I want to apologize to Apollo Crews. I've For been traveling. You. I've watched Creed like 11 times. I'm sorry. Why Creed's not that good. Why would you watch it 11 times? Because he's stuck on a plane all day, every day. So he has one fucking DVD? No, they the movies on the plane don't rotate that fast. You mean to he's tell me that Daniel Bryan didn't or isn't making enough money 
to afford his own fucking iPad with movies on it? Yeah, probably. Um, but anyway, Daniel... Derek had his own iPad with a movie on it when we were coming back from Dallas. <laughs> Daniel uh, basically tries to talk Ziggler out of it, and Ziggler says, y'all don't believe me. Fuck you. And takes the match with Bray Wyatt for number one contender. Yeah, he kind of yelled at his manager more than once in that episode. Like, I would have mm-hmm. gotten fired for acting that way. Yeah. I want to work for WWE so I can tell Stephanie to fuck off and keep my job. That's true. You'd probably get promoted if it got over. Yes. Um, and yelling fuck you at Stephanie will definitely get over. <laughs> uh, so next we get number one contender matchup. Kalisto versus Baron Corbin versus Apollo. For number Not one a great match. I see belt. Probably the worst match of the night. Yeah, probably. Worse, worse than what wasn't a match at the uh, beginning I, of the show. I saw this as which guy did we call up from NXT too early the most? And it was kind of all three of them if you watch this match. I you? had no interest in it. I mean, um, I I don't dislike anyone but Corbin. I love Kalisto and I like Apollo Crews. You drafted Corbin. I did draft Corbin. But that's because I was desperate at the end, and I thought I might do something heel with him. I needed a heel. So So that was your heel. Yeah. Uh, he can create heat. He's good at that. Um, who did he end up in end of dazing? I can't remember. Somebody in a suit. I don't fucking remember. Somebody ran in to, like, save him because Corbin got tantrum-y. And, uh, Must have missed that. He pulled his finisher on him. I was like, damn, hitting it in the suit. Good job. Anyway, Apollo won. Uh, so we're going to get Apollo versus Miz. So I hope the Miz can pull some personality out of our good friend Uha. Uh, because I really hope Miz retains. I'm sure he will. I, I don't see him putting it on Apollo this week. I don't want to see Apollo. Because Apollo has though. not gotten over on main roster. He was slightly over on NXT, but that's because everyone loved him from the indies. He's such a generic character is the problem. Like, mm-hmm. let's let's get some depth. But other than that, he's just And not. hopefully Miz can pull some of that out with Miz TV and doing Miz things. Yes. Because that is what Miz excels at. Agreed. So. As uh, much as I hate that guy, I love him on on the mic and how narcissistic he is. Yep. I really love Daniel Bryan telling him that the only reason they drafted him was for the belt, not for him. True. That was fantastic. Uh, next we get Becky versus Eva. Well, kind of. We get we get what we thought was going to be Becky versus Eva. Because Eva gets injured just walking around. Well, no. She hopped off that second turnbuckle and tweaked that hamstring. <laughs> or her knee. Or both. I'm uh, not sure. It could I be anything. simultaneously love and hate everything about this. Which is exactly what they want. I love it. I thought it was great. I think it's a... The best thing they've done with her in a while. You yeah. think she can't wrestle? Well, then we'll we'll just make we'll her, have not, her wrestle. not wrestle at we'll all. We'll keep bringing her out with that stupid yes. ass announcer. Uh-huh. Stupid uh, ass. In a mind of someone who d- didn't like this. You idea. can't tell me, being who you are, that that's not the best trolling job. Oh yeah, it's excellent. It's, they're, I mean, they're like it's that, excellent trolling. Eva Marie part. is literally the middle finger in the air to the IWC right now. That's true. Because we're getting everything else we wanted. Yeah. Uh, next, we get Renee on set with Carmella. Natty interrupts. Um, Carmella looked like a J-Lo backup dancer with that little mic on. Well, that's kind of how Carmella always looked. <laughs> um, I love Carmella, but... 
I'm uh, not unique character. She's not a super fan. Well, she is a unique character. She's the princess of fucking Staten Island. Right, but how many princesses of Staten Island do you think there are? One. Like, Carmella. What the one? fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Why are these questions, Doug? These are questions I shouldn't have to ask. Because you already know the fucking answers. Uh, fair enough. So Natty interrupts and basically says, My uncle, Bret Hart. And Where uh, I would have went, fuck your uncle. Yeah. Why not? It's live now. What yeah. are they going to do, bleep you? Fuck your uncle. Um... So they challenge each other to a match later. Next, we get what was really funny about that. Yeah, is one Carmella called her the crazy cat lady. Yes, and two told her to go put on her cat suit and meet her at the ring. That's true. All excellent. And then Addie acted like she was going to teach her a lesson. Mm Mm-hmm. I was excited for the upcoming match. American Alpha's debut. Solid. Solid did American Alpha things. I wish they had brought in local talent for it because there's no reason to further bury the Vaudevillains, make them lose to Alpha in a basic squash. Yes, but you have the Vaudevillains on the roster, not really doing anything storyline-wise, and you know they can work American Alpha. Right, but they didn't develop a story. They didn't have to develop a story. They wanted them to work American Alpha. (sighs) Who else else could you have used? Who else do you have... That you know for a fact. Evan Anderhole and Scott Jackson. When have they worked American Alpha? Uh, probably not. Okay. You're the correct. Vaudevillains have. So There's... the Vaudevillains could make Alpha look badass in their debut. Yes. That's why they did it. Yes. Okay. You don't bring in a squash tag team to debut a tag team new to the main roster. And especially You let based... them wrestle someone they've wrestled especially before. Especially based on how technical they are. Yes. Okay. Okay. I gotcha. I, I see that now. All right, good. Um, I'm glad you finally came the fuck around. <laughs> no yeah. shit. I got to when I'm on here with Doug, man. He's, he's dropping some crazy shit. His, I still would like to see the VOD villains do more. That's all. I'm not going to disagree with that, but I'm just giving you the knowledge of why e- they use the VOD villains. Even if Simon Gotch is a total douche backstage. Is which, he? Uh, apparently, that's why Sankara punched him in the fucking eye. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes, I forgot. Did about I tell that. you that story? You did. Yeah. Um, so, you can still see the Shiner this week, too. There's a Haunter somewhere near here. Probably in the back corner of the complex. And, since we're talking about Pokemon Go, let's go ahead and rock out this Dirty Word of the Week. Let's do it. Is it Pokemon related? Yeah. Awesome. This week's Dirty Word of the Week is Pokemon Goo. This is when you catch that Pokemon you've been looking for as you climax. Uh, in a way, sort of, but not really. Okay. Um, oh, Cat wants a turn. Well, you need to come in here to a mic. Jesus, you can't just yell from the other fucking room. What's your guess? Are you eating a popsicle? Hell yeah, I'm eating a popsicle. Nice. When you blow your load from catching that one Pokemon you've been searching for. You're actually a lot closer than he is. Uh, It's when a person ejaculates while playing the game Pokemon Go. This usually occurs near spawn points of legendary slash rare Pokemon. So Snorlax. Um, I'll use it in a sentence where they don't use Snorlax. Kevin, is that Mewtwo? Kevin, Pokemon goos itself. (laughs) Uh, So if there was a Mewtwo... Yeah, that's accurate for most. It is accurate. 
And that, ladies and gentlemen, was our Pokemon Go Dirty Word of the Week. Excellent work. Uh, that leads us to AJ Cena. Uh, <laughs> All right, lead on. We already kind of talked about it. Cena killed it on the mic. Uh, I, I like no, them. No, I'm good, thank you. I like them letting them shoot on each other. AJ saying, you're what's wrong with this industry. And Cena say, I'm saying I'm here because I love it. And I do it for that kid and that parent and all this. It was awesome. And he told AJ what everybody knows about AJ. If AJ's not happy, he leaves. It's true. He's Every done time. his whole career. Um, so, so, yeah. It was if good. he doesn't become a winner at WWE, he'll walk away. Cena made that kid's life. He did. That he called out. Cena uh, makes lots of kid, kids' lives. That's true. That kid gets to go back to school and be like, hey, guys, John Cena talked to me during SmackDown. Can you imagine if one of your children got talked to by John Cena mm-hmm. at a show in Greenville? They they would mention it every day. Every day, first For the thing. rest of their lives. Every day, first thing they came in, it'd be, hey, remember when John Cena talked to me? Yeah, yes, exactly. Yes, every I watched day. it. You've been talking about it for 17 weeks. <laughs> and since I get them as early as second grade, it could last for four years. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, it was fantastic. Great, great, great mic work. Um, hopefully the SummerSlam match will be as good as the Money in the Bank match was. I hope so. Hopefully and like I said, so these both of these shows, there was nothing on them that I thought, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. It's true. Now, there were a couple of matches I had no interest in personally, but it wasn't a bad, like the triple threat with Cruz Corbin and right. Kalisto. Eh, to me, right. that's just a meh match. But it wasn't bad, and it told a story. And they're trying to get somewhere with those three guys. And so they had a little them. story at the end with Corbin going nutso. Yep. Uh, next, we get Fandango versus Orton. Security is out to make sure Brock does not come in. I really love the fact that when Orton talked shit about wrestling Fandango on the highlight reel, they turned it into a real match. Yes, which was fantastic. Uh, I don't know if they told Orton to say that when he was on highlight reel, or if Orton just I said it. I think Orton it, just said it. And then... That's pretty and funny, they're though. like, hey, we're going to make a match out of now, this. Now, do you remember the Brock Undertaker feud from Around Hell in a Cell last year? Yes. Yeah. Two Vaguely. full security teams and the entire locker room. Oh, that part. Yes, yes, I do. Okay. I'm did like, not uh, stop. A little bit. Did not stop Brock Lesnar. Nope. R-Truth was the only voice of reason for Brock Lesnar. Well, when you want a voice of reason, you call Ron Killings. Yes. Now, Ron, unfortunately, was not available. And then Ron just walks up and goes, what's up? Yeah. So true. you have to strike up a conversation <laughs> with the guy. It's it's mandatory. <laughs> So, R-Truth is on Raw and is busy with Pokemon, even though he's only caught one, apparently. Mm, that's rough. What? Yeah. The face paint for Goldust this week. Oh, yeah, it was, was different. I was really digging it. Yeah. It, it kind of looked like he had, like, a medieval knight's mask. That's true. Just the face piece it on It was very different. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, Meant to mention that earlier, forgot. Carry on. So, of course, Brock runs in to get the revenge on... Randy Orton and F fives the everlasting piss out of him, um, which is what everyone wants to see with Brock Lesnar. <laughs> uh, 
So, Got it. Yeah. Brock F5 Orton. That's what everyone wanted to see. I hope that match is good. And then Orton left on his own volition. Yeah. And I don't know where Paul Heyman was other than round. Paul Heyman would have told Brock to not do it. Well, Paul Heyman shows up after he's, I guess, circled the wagon into the corral there, <laughs> a.k.a. the Suburban into the underground parking garage, and just shows up back there and then wants to shit talk Shane and Daniel Bryan about how awesome that was. It's true. But once again, crossover number two. Yep. And I like that they're not overdoing the crossover. Yeah. It's one set of people who are a major co-main event at the next pay-per-view. Who were announced as a co-main event. It's logical. It makes sense to make that yep. something that crosses, crosses over. I don't need to see Golden Truth come in and jump the villains. No. That, nobody needs that. Like the ECW invasion and WCW invasion when everybody was on whatever team and people kept jumping. We don't need that shit. No. Just give me one storyline that's important. And they can cross over a little bit, but don't overdo it. Yes. Um, so Slater comes back begging for a contract. And I can't remember if it was Daniel or Shane. But Daniel. He was on the phone. Daniel told him, well, you can earn it next week. He actually, if, the camera turns and Slater's standing against the wall. And he's like, how the hell did you even get in here? <laughs> that is accurate. I love I love the Slater just showing up every single week and not random places. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Rhino out of nowhere and Daniel Bryan's office just spears the gores. Fuck. Gore because it's Rhino. Rhino gores. Gores people. the shit out of Heath Slater. And next week we get Rhino versus Heath Slater for Heath Slater's contract. I don't think Heath Slater wins. Yeah, I, I think, think they Rhino drag the set a little further. Destroys him. I think he continues to be a lovable loser. It can't find his way onto a roster. And still thinks he's the hottest free agent in the history I, of the world. I still want him to show up to NXT. Like, just show up everywhere. Hey, I can't get on at Raw and SmackDown, so what about here? What are you guys on main event doing? How's Superstars <laughs> roster looking? Hey, NXT, is there a house show I can get on? <laughs> WWE live event that may be available for my... Services? Yeah. Is there an indie show I can go to? <laughs> can I go to Evolve what's, like Sami Zayn? What's PWX doing? <laughs> That would be great. <laughs> um, main event, Bray versus Ziggler. Better than I thought it would be. Uh, it was a good match. Because um, I don't usually like Bray matches. but No, but that was a good one. And Ziggler ends up getting the win with the super kick. So, obviously, he has a new finisher. I really want Ziggler's super kick to take place like in slow-mo. Yeah. And you be able to see Ziggler just mouth the words. I'm sorry I love you every time he kicks him <laughs> in the face. <laughs> I saw No matter who it is. I saw somebody suggest on Reddit to explain why suddenly Ziggler's super kick is pinning people. All you gotta do is call Shawn Michaels for two minutes. Next time yes. they're in Texas, whatever, have Shawn Michaels come in and be like, Hey, I see you're using that super kick tip I taught you. Yeah. And Ziggler be like, Yeah, man, thanks. And Shawn Michaels just walk off. Yep, that's, that's it. All you gotta do. <laughs> Because he told him how to do it. Yep. Um, I would love that. It would It would be so ridiculous. But so the best. All right. So that was SmackDown. It was. Again, a solid five hours. Before the draft, they couldn't fill two hours. Before the draft, I could barely sit through three while live tweeting it and making terrible jokes. Yeah. And now, five hours a week isn't that bad. And I'm making quality jokes. There you go. 
Uh, NXT, I have not watched yet, and neither have you. Nope. Uh, I kind of listened to it in the background last night, so I know a little bit what happened. I do know there's an Asuka versus Aaliyah match, and Asuka sends a message to Bailey. All right. Um, I know Bobby Roode showed up, cut his little intro promo. Hey, I wanted to be in NXT. So basically, TNA wants to leave TNA and go to NXT. Do you blame them? No. I mean, look at, at AJ Styles. Um, Atami, I think, returned. He's supposed to. Uh, I haven't watched it yet, as I said. Uh, and then at the end, the Revival beat. Who did they beat up on? I can't remember who they beat. You know why you can't remember? Because nobody cares about the Revival. Well, you will care at this point. What? Revival starts cutting a promo about all the teams they beat. American Alpha. Enzo and Cass. Uh, and they list them all off. And then Gargano and Ciampa come out and say, oh, you know whose name wasn't on that list? Ours. Ours. You Let know why? Let me pick up those names of people you beat. And like Tommaso's leaning over to pick up the names and whatever. It was pretty good. Uh, so I hope Gargano and Ciampa steal it from them at TakeOver. I would love that. Nothing would give me more pleasure. I don't pleasure. think it's going to happen yet. I think it's going to be a payoff later, maybe around Survivor Series. But, um, Oh, I, God, I how the fuck that. does that even happen? Holy what? shit. I tried to type in the word Diva Dirt to go to Diva Dirt's website because there was a piece of news I wanted to throw into the show at some point. Yeah. Uh, and I was looking at their website, and I apparently ended up typing Dirt Dirt, and a fucking Florida Georgia Line song came up. And I almost shit my pants because I was like, why is this on my phone? What is this horrible garbage doing? <laughs> but now I've got it corrected, and I'm back to where I wanted to be. All right. Although, so, if their song was actually called Dirt Dirt, it would be the stupidest, funniest thing ever. It probably is. It was, it was, just, Florida, it was just Dirt. It's Florida Georgia Line. I'm sure it's called Dirt Dirt. I remember the dirt face because that's all I've seen. The bad part is, is I'm saying Dirt Dirt. I know. What is it? No. How does that even make sense? <laughs> but where did Derpy come from? <laughs> Just because dirt's the only thing he can say, like a Pokemon. Because Florida Georgia Line is Derpy. Okay. There you go. Their next single better be Derp Derp, and I better um, get credit. Do you want to drop whatever that news is now before we get CWC and wrap this bitch up? Oh, yeah. Let's see here. Uh, first news announcement I have uh, of three. Okay. If this will scroll. There we go. Um, with three fingers? You can move your teeth apparently. I can. I have magic hands. Ask the latest. Uh, New York's New York Wrestling Connection has made history by announcing the first professional LGBT and allied dominant event called A Matter of Pride. Awesome. And this will be taking part uh, in Deer Park, New York, uh, September 18th at the NYWC Sportatorium. Uh, tickets start at 20 bucks. bell time of 4 p.m. Hell yeah. So that's going to be awesome. Uh, if Deanna, I was in that area, I would go. Deanna Perrazzo is going to be on that card. Excellent. Uh, uh, what's his name? Sonny. Sonny. Black guy, very effeminate. Derek follows him on Twitter. Nice ass. I don't know him. How do you not know? I think his name is Sunny Kiss, to Sunny be honest. Kiss. Okay. Uh, Bull Dempsey is on the show. Oh, nice. 
Uh, it looks like at least one member of the Fella Twins, if not both of them, are on here. Uh, so, yeah, let's make some history and uh, have an LGBT awesome. dominant event. Sounds good to me. I'm in, I'm, I would go. I would go twice. <laughs> um, apparently, at TakeOver Brooklyn, yes, uh, uh, Ember Moon, formerly known as Athena, is yeah. going to make her debut. Interesting. Very interesting. Huh. It'll be her first, uh, not her first televised, but her first takeover televised. Yeah, event. that's awesome. And what last a debut. I know, right? Takeover. takeover Brooklyn. That They must think she's going to be a big deal. Glamour, she was huge in the slot. indies. I'm just upset I never got to see her wrestle. Yeah, it's true. Um, and one other thing. Uh, this week it's come out that, excuse me. Uh, Mia Yim, Jade from TNA, yes, uh, opened up about her story of domestic violence in her past. I saw this because, one, my uncle has a lot to do with that. And then, two, um, there's a thing where you paint your nail purple. Yes. Uh, put the nail it's in the it. the hashtag put campaign, a nail in it campaign. Uh, to end domestic violence. And I'm very much contemplating asking at work if I can have a purple fingernail. Yeah, I would seeing. fucking paint my fingernail. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Because um, this shit, if you think you don't know anyone who's dealt with it, you're, you're full wrong. of shit. Um, if you think it's not a problem, you're wrong. Especially, and it's a big problem in this state. Especially if you're in South Carolina. Um, the ratio is absurd. Yeah, and so. I'm, a, I'm a huge Mia Yim fan. Yep. Uh, I mean, I'm not a huge TNA fan, but I'm a huge Jade fan. Yep, me uh, too. I've... I feel for her. I, I don't have any idea what that would be like. Oh, are to we put the nail in it live? Yeah. Oh, that's what's happening now. Yeah. Apparently, you're about to get it's a, a shame. Nail. I shouldn't have. I should have trimmed my nails before I came over because I'm gonna. Oh, I can take care of that. Nice. Yeah. She, she's got. She's full service when it comes to nails, man. I'm gonna get a manicure. Do y'all not remember last year on the show when I kept having painted nails? Oh, with your painted toenails? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Yeah, and all the knockouts also have a purple nail with her, which I thought was really cool. Now, see, you have more info on this story than I do. I just read. Uh, um, I, I didn't read the whole thing. I read a little bit. I read what, what she on. had said on Diva Dirt about um, uh, what sounded like some terrible incidents. Yeah, but good for her for coming out, man, and good for her for raising awareness. Um, well, she's in a you, position you where got a platform. Use it. Yeah, and especially a, an empowering platform as she is a top female wrestler in yeah. the industry uh lots of young women look up to her it's true i'm i'm very yeah i've seen very very tiny children in mia yim shirts yes if, if i ever get to see her live i'll have a mia yim shirt that's true but you know my pro wrestling tees yes yes rule. because otherwise you would be broke yes um but yeah it's uh it's a it's a good thing it's hard to come out about that stuff and open up like that so. yes very much so uh I read. I know that can't be an easy topic to talk about. No, and anyone that's brave enough to do the do that, and especially when there's a stigma related, uh, good for you. And I don't mean that in the you know derogatory way. It usually comes out. You know who else is a a big proponent of this whole putting a nail in it? What is Dave Navarro? Oh yeah, he's actually pictured on their website. Awesome with his pink fingernail. Cool. Pick your purple, sir. Um, 
pick my purples. That's not even a <laughs> not even a thing. Um, Mara Ranallo, I found Kira out. Kira Sedgwick is also. You seriously pick your purple? Hold on, I'm working on it. What do you mean you're working on it? The purple choices are next to you. Oh, I was looking at the get as close as you can get to their purple on their website. You're not colorblind. You can um, handle this. All right. So speaking of purple, should we go CWC? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, hell of an episode this week. Um, first match, Rich Swan, all night long, versus Jason Lee, also from Hong Kong with Toho Loon. Uh, Jason Lee does a little martial arts uh, show-offiness in the ring, um, which is always fun in wrestling. But Rich Swan does Rich Swan things and kicks some ass and ends up with the win with a standing 450. Nice. Yeah. Um, Swan, actually, I found out, you know how we saw him on NXT and then he just like disappeared and we we're like, where the fuck is he? Yeah. He apparently had a really bad shoulder injury. Okay. And just came back. That was courtesy of Daniel and Morrow's commentary. Uh, crowd was hot this entire match just singing and dancing were they hot all night long almost mm. uh but it was very good uh jason lee i feel like got overshadowed just that personality there was no way he was gonna match it's up. not his fault he wrestled rich fucking swan yeah it's true uh next we get how do i say his name noam dar is it yeah noam dar noam dar noam dar versus gerv sira um, this was probably the weakest match of the night. Not bad by any means, but also not to jump right back to where we just were, but yeah. to jump right back to where we just were. Uh, if you're very passionate about this, you can go to www.putthenailinit.org where they accept donations for, uh, work against domestic violence. Yeah. And apparently I didn't realize this, but one in four women and one in seven men will experience domestic violence in their life. Yep. No, you pick. I don't pick. I don't it's do crazy colors. numbers. I have a 16 box of Crayolas, and there's only one purple one. <laughs> um, so, Dar versus Sierra. Dar gets the win. The crowd kind of died. Glitter or no glitter? No glitter. Nope. They were very... I'm not fucking Alexa Bliss. <laughs> they were very up for the match at the beginning during the entrances. Yeah. And then it just kind of died out. It was a little bit of a slow match, so I don't, it was technical versus technical, and that can kind of fall short. And also, we don't know like if this was the order they did it that day, if this was the last match of the day. Yeah, because they show them as they want to show them. Yeah. It's the same crowd so, the whole time. Uh, you know, there's no telling. But Gerv Sierra goes down. Both Bollywood boys are out of the Ouch. CWC after all that coverage about them. I knew they wouldn't hang and, around long. Yes. And Dar moves on. Would you like me to explain them? Yes. Well, at least that one. I can get the rest of them. All right. So next up. Third match of the but night. But I don't want to chip it and chip my paint later. Okay. We got uh, Jack Gallagher. He doesn't say Gallagher. He says Gallagher. Gentleman Jack. Gentleman Jack, the third Bob villain. Versus. Pretty much. Fabian Aikner. Uh, holy shit. Yes, please. <laughs> this was fantastic. Better than it had any right to be. Uh, Fabian Aikner is now a guy I would like to see live. Oh, yeah? He was really good. Like, I knew what to expect with Gallagher, kind of sabery things with the vaudevillain style, which is what he did. Yeah. Um, Daniel Bryan fell in love with Jack Gallagher. He said that. Okay. 
He said, is it possible to fall in love with a man you've only seen on television? I say, yes, Daniel, love who you love. Yeah, why not? Yeah, it was a good question to ask at the time, but uh, Morrow was calling him out. He's like, oh, so you don't think Brian Kendrick is going to win anymore? And he's like, oh, no, I think Brian Kendrick's going to win, but I love this guy. So Gallagher was killing it. Eichner, Eichner, however you say it, I can't pronounce it. Uh, Adrian Severe in Europe. Okay. Fucking killed it. I just He's only 205 or whatever the limit is. Yes. But everything he did looked brutal. He did a double springboard moonsault, jumped off the rope, off the turnbuckle. Shit. Moonsault, um, really agile motherfucker, which I did not expect from his build. So great match. I would love to see more of him, uh, Brian, bring him to PWX because I don't think he's going to get WWE signed since he went out in the first round. Probably not, but you never can tell. Yeah. They, they might offer, just buy They offer contracts else. to people that never make it past two episodes on Tough Enough. So That's true, although most of them have been released. so They still have Josh. Um, don't know how the fuck he well, won. Well, Josh won because he wasn't shit. And ZZ was shit. Would you like it that way? But it was shit. Or um, more purple. Sure, more purple. Our final match of the CWC round one. Gargano. Gargano. I don't know how Gargano. to say it. Gargano. To say it Midwestern. Versus Champa. I always mispronounce it. So I'm Tommaso Ciampa. But it is Champa. Holy fucking... Shit. You want to talk about two dudes in this tournament that happened to wind up wrestling each other that know each other really well? You want to talk about two dudes that should have been the semifinals, if not the finals, given how good this match was? They should have met in a different round besides the opener. And I say that as a huge Zack Sabre and Cedric Alexander fan. Oh my god, this match was good. Uh, Shiny or matte? Uh, Matt's fine. <laughs> so, anyway... Just brutal go all out because you have to because it's your friends. Oh, my God. It, you have to watch it. I can't do it justice talking about it, and I don't want to spoil anything. But hell of a match. Might be up there for best match around one. And that is saying something considering how good the other matches were. So. Definitely, if you missed uh, this episode, go back and watch at least that match. Well, I'm going to have to. Yeah. Maybe when we finish this. While my nail dries. There you go. Uh, So, that's all I got this week, man. You got anything else? No, not really other than my news. Other than, uh, are you going to be anywhere this weekend? This weekend, I will be in my rural town school setting up my classroom probably oh what because i'm fun. gonna start setting it up tomorrow but i may not finish so i'll probably have to go in sunday understandable yeah queens of combat 13 is oh this yes, yes yes saturday taking place fan at fest. fan fest in charlotte yeah. uh, i will not be able to make that because i don't want to buy a ticket to fan fest nothing against queens of combat but it's true i even asked via twitter how could I go to just Queens of Combat and not FanFest? And they said, buy a ticket to FanFest. Which is really a waste, because I would have found a way to get up there, too. Yeah, I don't want to have anything to do but. with with FanFest. That's not... Yeah. 
I mean, nothing against those guys. I know our buddy Brandon is up there. They are loves super it. Into it. They're I think the hardcore. whole DA crew. Yeah, they're hardcore. that's all their thing, and that's great because not everything in wrestling is for everybody. Right. Queens of Combat is for me. That fan fest deal generally is not. Mickey James had a Q and A up there. I would have gone to that. Right. That's about it. Fair enough. Um, um, so. I will be at a concert here in Spartanburg at Ground Zero for uh, a guy I went to high school with is lead singer of a band. Uh, the show is Burn Halo. Tickets are seven fucking dollars. All right. You can get them on Eventbrite. Even with fees, they're eight dollars and twenty cents. Wow. Impressive. So me, Steve, Will, potentially other people, uh, Will and Steve, you know, from the Gold Skull podcast. Yes. Uh, we'll all be there. Saturday and that'll be night. Saturday night, yeah, the sixth. Okay. All right, uh, concert time. You did a very good job. Um, I rock and roll time to get there. Rock and roll time, seven, there, eight, whatever. whatever. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, you can and I. Yeah, like I said, I got nothing going on this weekend of any significance. So. Uh, You're slacking on the what are we doing this weekends? Well, uh, honestly, I don't want to tell people where my school is. So. Well, no, no, no. I know we mentioned it in old episodes. Of not like even, hardcore fans not now, even that. But just as I started this new segment of where will you be, you're like, I'm going to be at school. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, oh, yeah. Is Kat, there an auction? Cat no, is going to silent dinner. Deaf community. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. So all sign language all night. Nice. Did um, you know that the Dead Kennedys actually have an album called Live at the Deaf Club? That's right. Which is a real venue. That's cool. Have all you right. been to a concert for deaf people? It's. Shit. No, but I did see this super awesome uh, sign language reader lady. Uh, interpreter? Yes. <laughs> this super awesome interpreter uh, interpreting for Kendrick Lamar one time oh, on the yeah. internet. She was having a blast. Oh, man, that's that. the best thing ever. I'm like, this bitch is owning it right now. <laughs> she was killing oh, it. Oh, man. Yeah, I've, I've got a few friends and family in that uh, – field and it's always impressive when somebody gets into it and does as well as they do and keeps up with guys like Kendrick Lamar because that would not be easy to sign no he is crazy fast yes Um, you know one time speaking of sign language me and a former friend of mine uh, stayed up late doing speed all night and the next morning we're watching PBS and ended up watching a show about sign language oh yeah I was so fucked up I don't remember any of it but I do remember watching it and me and him doing the signs back and forth to each other because we were just high on speed and had nothing better to do. Fair enough. Were they super fast because you were on speed? Uh, the signs were, yes. The show, okay. no. The show was gotcha. slow. Gotcha. All right. Uh, Actually, I assume the show was average speed and we were just in a hurry. There you go. It's like, show us the next sign, bitch. Yep. But they were doing it for animals and all kind of shit that I'd never seen before. Nice. Uh, all right. Well, you can find the show at Sad Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can go to stupidanddelicious.com. You can find us on Facebook, join the closed group, or the like the fan page. You can find us on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, anywhere you get a podcast, you will find us. Uh, is there anything for the show I missed? I don't think so. I feel like that's everything. Uh, you can follow me at Osnogard, O-Z-N-O-G-R-D. Scoot. You can follow me at T-H-E-S-C-O-O-T-R. Three R. Three R. Jesus. You fucked up your own. What episode is this? 80? 81. 81? Yep. So 81 episodes in, and you fucked up your Twitter. Yep. It's pretty it good. It is record. 3R. 80 and 1. 
Eh, well. <laughs> you can just call me the University of Connecticut women's basketball team. There you go. No streak lasts forever. Ask the Undertaker. It's true. But that's Twitter and Instagram. Oh, damn it. Well, in the show, and I'll tell you off air. Okay. I saw a Heyman thing about that. Nice. Um, I saw that, too. Yeah, did you? That was pretty good. Uh, I like his conspiracy theory. Should we just cover it? Why not? Mentioned it. Uh, Heyman was in England doing an appearance and doing a Q&A and basically said, what makes you think Taker losing his streak was planned? Because if Brock Lesnar had decided to walk in there and end the streak, nobody could fucking touch him. No, because you can't fire him after that. Because it's he's the greatest thing yeah. of all time. Uh, yeah, it brilliant. That's like when John Cena says he's already turned heel because everyone tells him he sucks, but what's he do? He keeps winning. Yeah. You know, it That's technically yeah. Little little things you can do. And I love the way the he mic. prefaced it with is Heyman actually giving me tidbits of something that I'm not supposed to hear, or is, or is he, he just fucking shooting with a lot heads. of shit? Yeah. <laughs> uh so good. Heyman. And it's it is so good that it's believable. That that's what happened, yep. and it's also believable that it was kayfabe. Like yeah, either no... way, uh, Heyman just knows his business. He can sell ice to an Eskimo. Yep. Just... I'd play that game, Heyman selling ice to an Eskimo. That's just a game? See. I don't know. Let's make it one. Okay. Make an app. Why not? All right. Uh, peace out, fuckers. <laughs> Rock and roll, Tim. I remember... Me young, dumb, looking for the next thrill. Angry adolescence, three things on our minds money, murder, and you. I love bad bitches, that's my fucking problem. And yeah, I like the fuck, I got a fucking problem. I love bad bitches, that's my fucking problem. And yeah, I like the fuck, I got a fucking problem. I love bad bitches, that's my fucking problem. And yeah, I like the fuck, I got a if finding somebody real is your fucking problem Bring your girls to the crib, maybe we can solve Picture perfect, uh-huh And I paint a perfect picture, my intentions to get richer But I ain't tryna split the profit with you Every pocket on me reads, I'm a selfish-ass nigga mm. Deuces up, black coops is us uh-huh. Or maybe the white and white cloaks and clucks Head all in the bathroom Big Ford, I'll be back soon Fucking problem, fuck your problems I got my own, but one ain't a dollar I got five phones for five different reasons London, Tasha, Maya, Keisha, Courtney Blue-eyed devils with no visas Overseas, high heels, wine and pizza Overdose, don't bad bitches, I swear One on both arm, but need two pair, I beast I love bad bitches, that's my fucking problem And yeah, I like the fuck, I got a fucking problem I love bad bitches, that's my fucking problem and yeah, I like the fuck, I got a fucking problem I love bad bitches, that's my fucking problem And yeah, I like the fuck, I got a fucking problem If finding somebody real is your fucking problem Bring your girls to the crib, maybe we can solve it Yeah, hold this the finale My pep talk turned into a pep rally Say she from the hood, but she live inside the valley Now I'm vacated in Atlanta, then she going back to Cali mm. Got your girl on my line, world on my line The irony, I fuck them at the same damn time She iron me like a nigga don't exist Girl, I know you won't did that. Girl, I'm Kendrick Lamar, mm. aka Benzis. To me, just a car. Mm. That mean your friends just need be up to par. See my standards are pampered by threesomes tomorrow. Mm. Kill them all, dead bodies in the hallway. Don't get involved. Listen what the crystal ball say. Holly, Mary, Hallelujah, holla back. I'll do ya. Peace. I love bad bitches. That's my fucking-
bitches, that's my fucking problem And yeah, I like the fuck, I got a fucking problem If finding somebody real is your fucking problem Bring your girls to the crib, maybe we can solve it